that's the opposite though of what you do. I feel like we walk into a room and you're like, I just feel well, just like because I, I have to let you know I slept with that girl. I, I <laughs> do. I have you. a guilty conscience. That's I don't you. know. I have to tell you. And we are recording. Welcome back, guys, to our bonus episode of I knew Give you were It to Me steal Straight. That from me. You do I the intro just did that. every time. You do the intro every single time. I think you time. purposely messed up so we'd start over so you can start off. Fine, John, start us off. And welcome back to Give It To Me Straight. This is our bonus episode. Where John's a brat. Oh, I'm a brat. Okay. <laughs> Tell the people what we're talking about today. No, let's talk more about this. is our first time that we are actually having cameras on us. Yeah, true. It's a little nerve wracking. I'm staring right into the lens right now. My it's hands a good are thing, though, like if we're going to get used to it and like we should do because I know a ton of podcasts who like do video videos but they do them usually when they're live i think i don't know uh, i'm fine with just audio just stop our... adding things for us to do john has to do his makeup before being Me? camera ready oh so oh my god mm. alex takes about 40 minutes to get ready that's like not that much just put a hat I, on no i didn't it took me like 20 minutes today because i didn't even do my hair mm. anyway What's your high? Do you have a high for this bonus episode or nothing oh, we're, happened? We're going through all of those. Yeah, why not? <sighs> our high, our high. I don't know. I can talk about my low. I'll go first since you go first every time. <laughs> sure, go ahead. I ate it at the gym today. I missed the box jump. If any of you guys it don't know. It was bad. She had a what hematoma a, <laughs> on her shin. If anyone knows what a box jump is, it's basically just a box. It's like 24 inches high and you, and you jump, jump on, on it. it. Yeah, got, I think we got it. <laughs> Success. Um, but yeah, I missed on the way up for my final rep and those are dangerous those I are good. that's it. a deadly workout yeah fuck my shins up it like cheese grated my shins i took up my leggings to see what the damage was and then just skin was coming out of my leggings i was like oh Ooh. my god oh but you were care caring about me alex, and alex hates like any medicine like take some an anti-inflammatory you need it she's like no 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 i don't need that I don't. I feel like you're trying to murder me. You like, like, I don't a know what you're giving me. massive hematoma on your shin. You're it like, went no, away. Good. Just I'm throbbing good. a little bit. So that was my low. What's your low? Do I have a low? What happened this week? Anything? You have an ingrown hair on your neck. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, my my low is I have this massive ingrown hair on my ingrown hair on my neck, and I can't get it out. I'm using tweezers. I'm like stabbing myself in the neck trying to pull this thing out. I don't know what to do. You know, I think a lot of people use tweezers to try to get rid of ingrown hairs, but the trick is to use a safety pin because it has like... To impale your jugular. Well, yeah. I mean, it has the sharper edge to it, so you could just dig it in there as opposed to like... You could do real damage with a tweezer. You could do real damage with a safety no, pin. No, a safety pin is, I feel, safer because it's like... It's like getting a shot, you know? It doesn't really I need, do that I much need more some. I need something childproof because I'm so accident But then prone. you like scoop it out with the safety pin and then when it's sticking out enough, then you grab with the tweezer. Mm. Anyways, you're high. Because hmm. I, I have a lot of lows. I'm like, huh. I mean, I'm just like thankful for this platform. That's a high. I'm thankful for like all the work this that we This isn't Thanksgiving dinner, okay? You don't have to tell me what you're <laughs> thankful for. So those I'm are gonna all my I'm going to say my highs. high is uh, I didn't eat, I didn't stuff my face today of yet. Yeah, that's true. So what is it? Noon? I'm doing pretty good so far. My high is that it's a Friday, number one, and it is year three of our business. That's right. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I know. Time flies, though. Do you remember when we first launched? No. Tell me about it. 
Okay. Because I was probably working. You were. You were a therapist and I was doing the business on my own at that point. Sorry, John. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry I was working. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just remember thinking that I was like so nervous. So anyway, we are, if you guys don't know, we're wedding videographers. So our company is a video production company. And John, when we had first met, he was like, you have to do this on your own. I was super fucking nervous, but like I took the leap of faith, started an LLC. And I remember announcing and being so fucking nervous to go live because I was so afraid that like people would judge me and be like, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are like doing this on your own? And it truly gave me anxiety. Just like the thought of posting, like I started a business, like hire me. Um, I mean, let's be honest though. There were some haters. Yeah. But looking back now at year three, which like, isn't really that long of a time. I can't imagine not doing it. I know. I just like the opportunities we've had from that. I mean, it's crazy. So that's what we were talking about today, guys, for our bonus episode is our anniversary, (laughs) starting a business. And like, should you do it? The answer is yes. Take the plunge. Yeah. If you have thought about starting a business, do it. Also, if you can, like if it's within your means at that time, we had the ability to do that though because we had the family support we were able to stay with family while we built the company Mm -hmm. you know i mean i was still working at the time so right like we were in a place financially where it also wasn't a huge risk for us which i talk about all the time like we didn't have kids we didn't have a house at that point like we really had nothing to lose you were still working so it was kind of like on me and i think we said we were like we'll give it six months to a year if nothing happens See if it works out i'll like work for another company but thankfully we were able to we just kept booking weddings i mean it was we, i was surprised how fast like work came for us it wasn't overnight though like i remember checking my inbox and thinking like i'm gonna announce that we started a company and I'm going to get a flood of emails of people who want to work with us. And it was like crickets. So that I, I remember just being a little bit discouraged, but thinking like, okay, if I keep putting in work on the back end, it will come with time. You know, obviously you have to also have a good product and be talented at the same time. A huge part of our success was our personalities and like how we can connect with people. Yeah, I feel like I was able to bond with the groom or most of the grooms that we worked with. You know, there was kind of that connection there. So it made it for like a comfortable experience for both of us. Yeah. And I know you with the bride, like they loved you. Well, it's just for me, like... I would put myself in the shoes of the bride and think like, you know, who would I want capturing my wedding? Probably not like a creepy old man with an over the shoulder camera (laughs) telling me to like do certain poses, you know? I mean, also around the same time of we were, were we engaged? We weren't engaged when we started. But we were close. We were like serious relationship, lived together, you know, close to getting engaged. And there was just a lot of similarities between you and the brides and me and the groom. I was also just genuinely excited to capture weddings and like meet the couples and hang out at the bridal parties. Like at, at the end of the day, I felt like they were our friends. Yeah. Yeah. It was so nice. it was fun. Yeah. But again, I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit because we really did double in size within a year. I mean, it was nuts. It was yeah. Nuts. The year of our wedding uh, Alex, the, what she had to do was crazy. I mean, between how many weddings did we have? Well, our first year when we launched February 19th, 2018. And again, I was anticipating our inbox to be flooded. But in 2018, I think we captured 10 weddings. The following year, we captured 28 and we got engaged the year Which before that. So we were. I was planning my wedding while we were filming weddings every weekend. And I 
didn't have an editor. So I was yeah, editing I no all these weddings. Edit I, I did hire someone on part-time to help me with like the back end stuff. Docs. Yeah. But all the editing work was essentially on me. So and it's like you're, you're editing all week and then we're filming on the weekends. I mean, it was, it was bananas. We were grinding though. We were working seven days a week. You too. Cause you were doing yeah. therapy Monday through Friday. We were filming Friday, Saturday, Sunday and planning the wedding. It was a crazy year. So that's one thing too. If you are anticipating setting up a business, prepare for the first one to three years to literally work seven days a week. I mean, technically we still would be working seven days a week if If the pandemic didn't happen. We had like 30 something weddings this year Mm -hmm. and they're pushed to, you know, in the next couple of months. I mean, we now we're screwed. Well, and like as a business owner, you have to be flexible for those things. Like we didn't know you were supposed to come on full time way earlier than you actually did, but you know, thankfully you still had a job and you were able to work, but you just have to be flexible and be set yourself up so that you can take a hit in those situations. Like don't go into debt. That's one thing that we said that we would never do was spend more in the business than we had. If we like booked a job, we would invest a little bit of it back into the company. Like we were always investing back into the company and the business to help it grow. But we were like, we're never going to open a credit card just for the business and like go into debt. I think there are some businesses where you probably have to. I mean, don't we have a business credit card? No, we do. But I'm saying we'd never like spent more. I mean, we have a credit card for the points. It's not like we were spending more than what we had in the business bank account. Yeah. If somebody told you four years ago that you were going to own your own company today, what would you have said? I would have, I, I don't think I would have been super surprised because I knew that I always wanted to. I just didn't know how I was going to get there or like how quickly it would grow. So, I mean, obviously I'm super thankful, but I wouldn't have been able to do it without your help in the beginning or again, in the position that we were with our families and we were able to stay with them. So it also helps you. I think that your dad has his own company. And I think him always telling you like, you need to have your own company. You need to work for yourself. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like a push and a motivation to like knowing that you were going to one day try to have your own company. Well, like I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs. Like my grandma, she started her own company when she left her husband. She had five kids to support. So she started her own business and it was the best thing that she ever did. I mean, that is such an amazing story too. One day we really do need to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to watch um, the story of my grandma, you could go to my YouTube channel and she made my wedding gown. It is stunning, but she's just a queen. I love her so much. And queen Tina. Queen Tina. But yeah, it's on our YouTube channel called The Custom Gown or something like that. Um, but yeah, that was the best decision that she ever made and it set her up for success. And then my dad followed in her footsteps. He started his own company. And then I don't know. So for me, I don't think that it was as scary because I had seen so many other people in my family do it where I remember you saying, you were like, that's not normal to do. You were like, owning your own business is not a normal thing. Uh, That's true. Like I knew nothing about it. You know, my, my mom is got her, you know, she's in healthcare. She has her doctorate in nursing. She's a nurse practitioner. My sister's a pharmacist. Just like I have a lot of family in healthcare and work in those like shifts. And that's what we know. Mm -hmm. And I think to an outsider like us, owning your own company seems like a huge risk. It's like, you got to have your own benefits. It's always about benefits. Right. It's like, well, are you going to pay for your own like health insurance? Like you got to have health insurance. And that's true. Like our health insurance, like we do have to pay for it on our own. But to me, the reward outweighs the risk so much. And I I think especially now though, I mean, we're young. Well, you're young. (laughs) You're not that old, John. I feel old. (laughs) But seriously though, like, like you said, we don't have that much, 
you know, we don't have kids. We, we have our home, but like, that's our debt right there, mm-hmm. you know? And if something happens, so, you know, fuck it. We claim bankruptcy and we do something else. Again, yeah, I think that no risk, no reward. It's just looking back again three years, I never would have imagined that we're also doing what we're doing today with this podcast or like on TikTok. I remember the first wedding that we booked with the company at Ohiga Castle and being like, holy shit. Fucking stunning. This is my dream come true. Like top venue on Long Island that I've always wanted to film at. And this is the first wedding that we booked. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I never knew that like the celebrities that, what the hell's her name? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift did what was the music video there? Blank space. Whatever. And then Jonas Brothers did something there too. Got married there. Oh. (laughs) One of them. Yeah. (laughs) I thought it was a music video. We didn't film that wedding. Yeah. No, no. I don't know if I'm jumping around though, but I think a reason why I was so ready to start this company, I was ready for something new. Like I wanted to do something exciting out of the ordinary where instead of like the same routine in and out. Mm-hmm. I think a big thing too is working with older adults, late stage of their life. A lot of times they would tell me how they regret something in their past. Like, I wish I did this. I wish I did that. And like, that scares me. I don't, I don't want to be that way. I want to be right. content with my life and happy with what I did and accomplished. And so I was ready for this. I was ready to take the plunge. Well, right. And if it's something that has always been on your mind, like there are people who don't want to have their own business, like, because it is such a huge risk. And I a hundred percent understand that. Like there is comfort in working for a company that has good benefits or like being in healthcare, being a teacher, like those, we need people who work in those jobs and not everyone can be a business owner. And again, not everyone wants to be, but if you have wanted to do this and take the risk and work on your own, if you've had this dream, you have to do it and only you can do it. And it's scary. And you might think like, where do I start? But like baby steps, like if you get so paralyzed by looking at the big picture, you're never going to move forward. You just have to take it day by day and do those little tasks. And then it will just like slowly grow over time. No, I agree with you. And Again, it differs per person. It's just cool. It's cool to see like where I mean, we've I, grown. I'm I'm not even gonna be like, oh yeah, like I did this business, blah blah. Like I would have never have done this without you. Like I'm, I feel like I'm a good number two. <laughs> you know, like to take the dive, like I wouldn't do by myself. I I would. I'm a hundred percent a team player. I need like a second person in my corner with me. Well, I've asked you before. Maybe like a year ago, I was like, if I died, would you continue no, filming weddings or like doing videos? Yeah. Still though? No, because also I enjoy doing it with you. Like this is something we do together and we get to you spend time. You can find my replacement if you want, if I die. Right. I'll just haunt you, but. I'll ask. Um, <laughs> who are you, you going to ask? Kate Beckinsale, if she wants to okay. film weddings with me. Yeah, she'll be like, no, but I'll be your sugar mama. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That was really rude. You're gonna. You already have someone in mind who. You're well, gonna I ask. said no, but since you were like, you gotta carry it on. I'm like, all right, let me find someone. Well, to... I guess for me, because like this is something that I was so passionate about. Like now that you are doing it with me, I'm like, you need to feel this burn of passion. Also, I'll be a Twitch like COD player. That's what I would do. You should do that now that I know how to use all this equipment. But that's like the fun part too about owning your own business is that you can be flexible and change in ways, like and grow and develop into new avenues. So when, for instance, the pandemic happened, we did a lot more commercial work, like in regards to real estate or like online events. Um, and then we started this podcast a little bit later in the game, but also TikTok. Like I would not have started TikTok if we 
had all the weddings and that fell under our business because like when we started getting opportunities to work with brands, it just seamlessly was able to coincide with video work. And like, I would never have imagined that we would be making money off of TikTok. So what's a piece of advice that you would give to someone who was considering starting their own business? Like, where would they start? Your research. You need to research exactly what you want to do. I mean, whatever your passion is, I guess, I think the big thing is actually taking the dive too, to, to do it just alone. Like, you know, we prepped this podcast forever and we're just like, do we, do we make this public yet or is it good enough? And I think we're kind of scared to start it. One thing that I learned is, or that I've heard several times is done is better than perfect because you can nitpick things apart. I've, I don't know if I've said that before on this yeah. podcast. Is that a but Jenna like, Kutcher thing? Maybe, yeah, probably. Uh, she has a podcast, a gold digger podcast, not gold. It's goal. G O A L. Oh, yeah. I always thought it was yeah. gold. No digger. goal. Like to mm. get at your goals. But, you know, you can, again, like I said, be so paralyzed by trying to make it what you want it to be or what you have envisioned in your head. But if you just get the ball rolling, like those things will come. You know, you can have a website. It doesn't have to be the most perfect website. Just have something out there. Or another nugget of advice is that there really is no failures in business. I mean, essentially, yeah. Only there are, lessons. Yeah, but it's true. Only lessons. Like everything that I've learned, like any bad thing that has happened, it just goes back into a contract. I'm like, oh shit, I didn't have that in my contract. Like lesson learned. I'm going to add it in there We've now. We definitely learned the hard way though. Yeah. But we learn from that. Or just again, like with what gear works, what gear doesn't work, bringing extra batteries, like any mistake in your business is a lesson moving forward. And like, you're not going to learn those things unless you move forward and, and work on it. I feel like the contract is so key that you have with customers. I mean, yeah, we just I learn from every experience. We're like adding things to it like oh, weekly no. or monthly just because of certain questions that we'll get from clients. And I'm like, oh, I didn't think about that. That's going in the contract. You live and you learn but you can't be afraid of doing it. What would you, what What's, advice would you give as a working as a husband and wife team? Cause a lot of people are like, you're fucking crazy working with your husband. I know. It's like, you got to talk about your me time. Yeah. Right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. And that's what we spoke about in our last episode. So if you do spend too much time with your significant other and you want to punch him in the face, listen to our last episode. We should get a punching bag. Do you feel like you need one? Um, you have a pillow no, no, no right comment. there. I think, I think you need to know exact delegate tasks and know exactly what you're going to do. The, the tough thing for me is when I don't really have my day planned out, some things I know like how to do them by myself. And so I get to like have my time editing like this podcast. I know how to do this and like editing certain things on wedding docs. But then when we're like learning about merchandise or whatever, and I need to ask you questions, I hate that. I hate that I'm like, I have to sit and wait for you to answer stuff for me. Well, and I get irritated because I'm such a Googler What where I look at you and I'm like, Google it. And you're like, you know the answer, just like help me. And I'm like, I don't have time. I know, but if you just tell me <laughs> once that I know how to do it and then no, I don't have to ask no, you again. because you have to write it down. That's well, like do. how you learn. Yeah, but so just yeah. take the time. <laughs> Let me write it down word for word and then we're good. <laughs> well, and that's one thing too, is like you do have to figure out each other's work styles. Like I know now how John learns and how he has to figure things out. Cause that's like one thing too, for me, I was the one who started the business. So having to walk John through all the little things was like very meticulous for me. And I was like, 
oh my god true i, I wonder how it would be if you started a business with your significant other and you both are new like from the beginning yeah. yeah like alex doesn't realize that she's been doing this for years and i'm just started this in august and she gets so frustrated with me it's not like you're hey, doing alex, great you, sweetie i'd be like hey alex if you came into my facility and tried to be an occupational therapist you wouldn't know the first thing about you're right. it i would probably kill someone yeah and you just get so mad at me i'm like just remember i'm learning I'm more patient with you now. I would also say like working with your spouse, you do have to take your time away from work. You do need space where you are not having work conversations because it's so easy to let workflow convo into the evening or like when you shouldn't be working or when you normally wouldn't be having a conversation about work. And it could just add more stress to your day when you need detox time from work. But also, you don't want your relationship to turn into like a business relationship. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Because like taking that time to just step away from work, close the computer, not look at your emails and like just not have conversation about work, do other things and take your me time also if you need that. Yeah, we need to definitely now that we're talking about this, actually like at the end of the night, unwind time and not talk about, about work, which we do a lot. Like, what are we doing tomorrow? What's our schedule for tomorrow? I know. Like, we got to like be better about setting a schedule and being like, okay, the last time that we could talk about work is at 6 p.m. This podcast is great because literally as we're telling you guys what to do, I'm like, shit, shit we, we should probably fix how Same thing work. like with the last episode. I was like, we need to be better about taking time for ourselves. Well, it's also hard right now because we only have one car. And because like it's quarantine and a pandemonium. So yeah. That's we're just true. spending all the time together i could go on more walks though without you so i'm just so excited to celebrate year three and look back at like how far we've come but more or less just i l wanted to do this bonus episode to really encourage anyone out there who is considering starting a business like it can seem super overwhelming but just baby steps and break your goals down into little attainable goals if you set something for yourself every day or every week you could do it and slowly over time it will come into fruition or you can always just go back to your shit job if you want afterwards is, <laughs> that is sad like i do need to change my outlook i'm like well if this doesn't work i can always go back to being a therapist but like wh that wouldn't make you happy like you literally know. only have no one but that life. makes like, me feel that makes me feel like like a safety net you know it's not a bad thing Though. It's I not mean, a bad like, thing, but I know that we like I'm 100% into this company, but it's like, God forbid something happens. I know I'll like I always keep my therapy license. So I know I can always go back to that. I think our parents, when they worked, they worked with the mentality of like, this is your job for the rest of your life. And no one loves what they do. You do what makes you money. You do what gets you by or not necessarily by, but like you do what supports the family. And again, you have good benefits. But I think our generation is more what makes you happy do what makes you happy i don't think that everyone really does that though that should be our next shirt do what makes do you happy. do what makes you happy okay let's dive into our next segment give it to me straight listener emails <laughs> okay so every week we do our segment give it to me straight where we answer your guys burning questions um Let's see what we have this week. Okay. Y'all have been so open about talking about what worked or didn't work in previous relationships. So I was hoping to ask one, have you both discussed body count with each other at any point in your relationship? Does that mean like sexual partners? I think so. Body count. I don't think Alex has ever told me her real number. Okay. So this is like what we're talking about though. That's like what he was asking. We've talked about body count, but we've never disclosed. I don't even know my number. I really don't. I'd have to count them. <laughs> I'd have to sit down and write But like it out. to me, it's so juvenile to be like, how many people have you slept with? Because number one, it's in the past. 
And would it change? How is that going to help your relationship? No, it's not like if I truly found out what your true number was, like if anything, I feel like it wouldn't make me a happier person. So like, same. I don't care. I don't want to know. know your number. Yeah. Don't want to know your number. <laughs> so like, if it's Cause not, then I'd be like any dude that walks by. Like, is that but him? what do you, would you say to someone? If I was like, I want to know your number, how many people you've been with before me? I'd be like, how old are you? Right. That's my point. Who the fuck cares? Did you, I didn't know you before we, you know, right. It was in the past. So anything, I don't know for me, doesn't fucking matter. If so, has that caused any issues in your relationship? Judgment, obsession with outperforming other former partners, resentment, inferiority complexes. Again, I think if we did actually have this conversation, it probably would cause some of that, some judgment, some, you know, resentment. I don't know. I mean, like, I I don't, we'll make jokes where I'll be like, because I don't have big tits and I'll be like, you know, but I'm so confident in myself that I'm like, I know that I'm like the hottest girl you've ever been with. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> I just like love fucking you. So like I, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so I don't know. Like it's never been an issue with us because I think we're just so confident with our sexuality with each other that it's never been an issue. Like talking about past partners because I'm so happy with our sex life. Yeah. I guess I don't really care. It's never been an issue. With I us. mean, I ran into your ex-boyfriend all the time. It didn't, yeah. it didn't bother me. My six five ex boyfriend, but I was like, okay, hey, <laughs> hey. But again, I just think it comes down to your security in yourself, in yourself, and your yeah, relationship. Like, yeah. If you're insecure with yourself, and if your partner is insecure, that's where the issues are going to come out. Like, who the? Again, I think it would it would bother me if you told me if it was like people I see all the time. You know, if it was if it was like, like someone in the people. same like friend group, and I was like. Not even, yeah, I guess. Like, I don't want to know because if it is people that like we kind of randomly see if it was like out at a restaurant, a bar or something like that, like I'd rather not know. Don't tell me. That's the opposite though of what you do. I feel like we walk into a room and you're like, I just feel well, just like because I, I have ask- to let you know I slept with that girl. Uh, <laughs> I do. You. I have a guilty conscience. That's I don't you. know. I have to tell you. <laughs> I feel like this happened like uh, on like two hands. <laughs> I have the most guilty conscience. But you conscience. think that like I care and I'm like, oh, she's really nice. Well, I just I was just, talking to I her. I want to give you the courtesy of knowing. Okay. Last <laughs> part of this the same question. Yeah. Last part of the question. Have either of you ever experienced anxiety type feelings if you're around a person that one of you have slept with? Okay. Literally, we just talked about that. Yeah, no. For instance, running into someone at a grocery store, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, that's actually where we always would run into my ex was at the gym or the grocery store. You never, at least in my knowledge, felt weird. And same thing with me. I feel like I run into a few of your exes and it never bothered me either. I think it comes down to your maturity and your confidence in yourself. If you're confident in your relationship and with who you are as a person, it shouldn't bother you. I think the older you get too, like, I don't care. Yeah. You know, we have too much shit going on to deal with that. (laughs) Right. When you like think about anything like that, it seems I'm like, petty, right? We're literally little specks on a floating rock. No one gives a fuck. Yeah. Okay. Question number two. I've been dating my guy for almost three years, but we recently broke up. It's crazy the things you look back on and realize the emotional abuse or the gaslighting. I encountered a lot of red flags in the beginning that should have been deal breakers, but let all the small things build up. Before I finally broke it off, there was a lot of manipulation, making me feel like a lot of the things were my fault. So the question from this girl, it was it was a pretty detailed paragraph, but for the most part is she was in a relationship. It was kind of an emotional, abusive relationship. And I guess within that, she was getting gaslighted from him. Mm-hmm. Then, But I guess it was hard for her to break up with him. Then she actually broke up with him. And, and then now he stalked her. he's kind of stalking her. 
And, but I think at the same time, she's saying it's hard for her to resist reaching out to him because she knows like he'll be there for her, like to, for, to answer her call. And so well, she's trying to figure out how to get over that hump of, you know, reaching out to that guy, like mm-hmm. moving on from him. Well, because it's someone that she loved, obviously. She was in a relationship with him for three years. And as cliche as it sounds, though, it will get better with time. Like as the more time that you put in between your breakup and the future it will get easier to not have those feelings of wanting to reach out. I would say though, advice wise, cause again, like everyone is going to tell you it gets better with time. It's fucking like annoying to hear, but it's true. Um, my advice though would be to distract yourself with your friends, your hobbies. Anytime that you feel like you want to reach out to him, if something is going on, like there has to be someone else in your life that you can divulge your thoughts to or connect with that isn't your ex. Yeah, you just have to keep yourself busy. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's going to be the the best advice. Take a gym class, go on a walk, read a book, like do anything to distract yourself and like do healthy things that are good for you and maybe take this time to take up things that like you've wanted to do while you were with him um that you just didn't have have time to do. I think the po- the the biggest positive from this is you literally learn from every experience. You mm-hmm. grow as a person with every relationship. And you come out stronger. Right. So remember that. Like, stay strong because it's going to help you in the long run. All right, we got one last question. Hey, hope all is well. Here's my question. My girlfriend who lives with me keeps talking about moving across the country and how she needs to change and she is looking for jobs and whatnot. She hasn't found anything, but it's like I'm not moving. I just did a renovation at my house so she would feel like it was our house and I'm not trying to move and she knows that. Do we stay together until she finds her next move and be in the present or just say, fuck it. If this isn't what you want, bye. Peace out. Yeah, I I agree. It seems like she already knows what she wants and what she's going to do. So, I, I mean, why wait? I agree because it's like if I was with you and you knew that I had created a space now for both of us to make like our home essentially together, I feel like it would be such a slap in the face to me if you were like, well... I'm looking at these jobs across the country, not really considering the fact that I don't want to go. And I literally just rented this house for you and, yeah. you, and you know that I did. <laughs> to, to be a place for both like, of us. Like, why did you let me fucking rent out this house if in the way that I feel like you would like it if you weren't planning on staying here? It's tough too because it's like unless you, if you were considering moving, it'd be one thing. But the fact that you don't want to go and she's considering going to me shows that like she doesn't really care to make decisions really with you in mind as like tough as that is and like that's not i don't know like it's not a bad thing depending on where you are in your relationship because you don't want to force someone to stick around just rip the band-aid off rip it off yeah i I would just hate that weight would just kill me just waiting like maybe she might change your mind like it seems like she already did change your mind it's also just like prolonging your growth and happiness outside of this person because now this is in the back of your head that like she doesn't want to be here with you not even necessarily with you but like she doesn't want to be in this place and she's looking elsewhere so that would just eat me up inside knowing that like you don't even want to live here with me anymore yeah it's like she's not taking in consideration like how you feel right yeah i would say to it sucks but move along 
There's other fish in the sea. What is it you say, John? There's a big fish in the pond. <laughs> big fish and big ponds. Big, yeah, a bunch of big fishes in the pond. <laughs> yes. But that's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening to our bonus episode. I yeah. hope you enjoyed it. And as always, if you liked this podcast, please share with your friends, like, subscribe, give us a five-star review. Whoop, whoop. And then if you also have any questions, you can email us at giveittomestraightpodcast at gmail.com and you could follow us at straight podcast on instagram you know i was gonna take another shot at this but Just, I was like, mm, try it again no, no 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 try it again john i give it to me straight podcast.com that's our website boom what's our e where can, where can people follow us you can follow us at give it to me straight podcast at gmail.com hey yo i got two I'm, I'm two for two you could email us there that's not where you follow us fuck <laughs> anyways all right guys thank you we'll see you next time bye, bye.